Hey everyone, welcome to the Drunken Whalers, a podcast where we get drunk and talk about Dishonored. I'm Claire, and I'm joined, as always, by Sarah. Hi! Hi! Um, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know why my tone was so weird on that. Probably because we're having a lot of emotions, because this is probably our last episode. I guess, I yeah. I mean, I will do the, I will put out our bloopers real. <laughs> oh yeah, our bloopers reel is gonna be great. Um, um, our blooper reel consists of... I would say at least twenty minutes of us discussing whose turn it is to do the opening. I uh, yeah, because we we do do that every time. Every time, like kind of a lot of these. Um, um yeah, and also about twenty minutes of us waiting for my laundry to get done and talking about fanfic stats. <laughs> this will be good because I don't remember anything that we've ever said to each other, so it'll be a nice little <laughs> reel of our the last two years of our lives. Oh, that's that's such a nice way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I have some Fireball because I have actual alcohol. Um, um, I don't because I'm not allowed to go outside. That's valid. I'm going to take a shot. One sec. <laughs> Beautiful. You I are really like Fireball. so valid. I'm not sure. It tastes like cinnamon. It's good. Oh, I'm not a big cinnamon fan. Not like I fuck? wouldn't. Okay. Sorry. I'll backtrack. I like cinnamon. I like cinnamon rolls. I like cinnamon in my hot cocoa. I would probably not enjoy just drinking, like, a shot of cinnamon-flavored Issa. Um, well, I don't know how to help you with that. It's good. Okay. Well, next time we're allowed to see each other. <laughs> yeah, astute viewers might know that, like, last episode we mentioned that we were going to see each other. That didn't happen. Oh, that's so depressing. You're right. We Rip. didn't see each other because Broadway shut down. It's been a really long two weeks. Fuck, is that how long it's been? Literally, like, yeah. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Uh, anyway, Dishonored. Dishonored. Failed terror. Uh, this book is bad. Oh, this book is bad. It sucked. I didn't enjoy it. No, um, I like, I, I like, I felt like I remembered enjoying it more. So I don't know... If I just changed as a person, or if I just wanted to feel like it was good because I read the whole thing in, like, a day um, when it came out because I thought The Outsider was going to show up. Um, and instead you got this. Instead I got this. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm trying to remember what happened where we last left off. I don't really remember. Um, we were in a tower. There were no people there. Billy touched some runes, and now she's in a new tower. Yeah, she, like, based, like, what she, like, figured out that, like, the p- everyone had runes and could, like, do transversals, um, and that's where the people she was following went, and then she went to Bizarro Alternate Universe. The hol- I guess it's just the hollow. Yeah, so now she's basically just in a hollow. Um, and this is, like, a long, like, four or so chapters of her walking around the hollow it's and so seeing long. people. It's like there's, like, an- it's like an army base, basically. Yeah, I mean, like, that's pretty much what it is. The upshot of this, like, entire incredibly long four chapters is that the dude Severin, who is the head of this project, is building, like, a military base inside the hollow. There's funky flying machines, and they don't run on coal, they run on void stone. And she's like, oh, shit. Weird. The void. There's, like, a really long description of the flying machines, and I still can't fucking picture them. Which um, might be it might be a personal flaw. <laughs> no, I didn't really think about it. I in my brain they kind of looked like just weird helicopters, but the the chopper blades were on the bottom. <laughs> that tracks. Also that because that sounds cool, so I'm down with that. 
Thank you. They have like they had like two jobber blades on the bottom instead. That's like a little bug, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, Horrible. <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Uh, and so they run on void stone. So Billy's like, I'll go see the mine. And then we spend so like three chapters getting to the mine. She goes to the mine. There's a bunch of people working at the mine. And she's like, oh, these are the people that were disappearing in the other world, which I forgot was a thing that was happening. But I guess some oh, of the workers were disappearing. Oh, yeah. No, I had no idea. Um, and But they're in, like all like in a weird trance and like mining um, and are starting to turn into pointy friends. Right, they're starting to turn into the envisioned, um, which is not great. And all the people who have already turned into the envisioned are basically acting as mining equipments, and with their giant clawed little stone hands, are tearing apart the rock. I don't know. They kept describing it as the mine face, and I was like, I don't. Yeah. What is that's not like is a that, thing. Is it? I guess. I guess I assumed it was like the rock face of like a quarry. Also, it was like, oh, this must be, like, the face of the rock, but, like, it was, like, a weird, like, this, why can't you just say nope, they're not allowed. out the not, rock? In Adam Christopher's world, not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, so, yeah, so they are tearing at the rock, and shit's bad, and then Billy gets captured. Yeah, she's, like, she's just, like, damn, this is bad, what am I gonna do about it, and then the guards show up and like she's like i can take these guys but they can fucking transverse and so i guess she can't yeah i will admit i skimmed this whole thing because it was boring Basically, i know she gets... <laughs> i'm honestly like astounded how this actually managed to be more boring than the beginning it's like stuff just takes so long to happen but yeah she gets she gets captured and get, uh i don't know she ends up like in a dungeon, and Severin is there, and his second-in-command, whose name is, like, right. Uvanov or something. Right, Uvanov. And she's like, hey, don't you... What are you doing? Um, but Billy is. Billy's like, uh, you should interrogate me, because I want to interrogate you back, basically. Yeah, and Severin's um, like, I don't actually give a shit, because I already know all I care about. Right, which was, like, a really wild thing to say. And then also, none of this matters. I know. This book is so weird. No, so, okay, so here's one thing about Severin, is when I was first reading this book, I was like, is Severin, like, secretly the outsider or something? Which he definitely is not. Um, But that just adds to how disappointing I find him. He's just, like, very boring. He's, like, like, a very bland, boring character. Like, he's clearly supposed to be one of those, like, analytical types. Like, that is logical, and there's a... 99% 99% chance this is succeeding. But it's like, you are so <laughs> boring. You, like, a sheet of printer paper is more interesting than this man. He's not even an interesting villain. It's like, uh, anyway. This game, like, this series is very good at villains. Like, they made Delilah, but this guy is just boring. Yeah. Um. um so they spend, like, a little bit of time with Billy, like, being not interrogated, hanging by chains from the ceiling. Um... And then the royal constabulary shows up, and they're like, we're actually taking the charge of this prisoner. I know. That's so, okay, that's the other thing that continually happens in this book, is people will just, like, show up and, like, save Billy from stuff, and I'm like, this isn't how you, like, tell a story. <laughs> also, like, we literally didn't need to have her be interrogated. That, like... Like, like yeah, neither of them end up asking anything important. They don't say anything important. They don't do anything for the rest of the story. There was one line where Billy was sitting there, like, thinking about how she had been kidnapped. She's like, oh, they 
used a different sort of transversal than me. And then she's like, eh, well, it doesn't matter how I got here. What happened, happened. It's like, yes, it does matter how you got here. <laughs> You're telling matter. a story. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Adam Christopher. Adam Christopher. Yeah, so the constabulary shows up and is like, hey, we're taking this lady. And Severin's like, no, you're not. And then the second in command is like, it's a royal decree. They ha- we have to do it. And they just See, agree. And this I was actually excited for because I was like, oh, is this going to be like Emily? She's got the note. She's coming in. Oh, that would have been so fucking cool. I was like, oh, is this is this this time for like our buddy cop duo? And the answer is no. No, no lesbians allowed. <laughs> Fuck you. I seriously thought it was going to be Emily. I was so ready. I was like, Adam Christopher, you're doing something right. You fucking <laughs> spoke too soon. Homophobic. Um, yeah. So yeah, they they put like a black bag over Billy's head and take her. Oh, they take her in a horse-drawn carriage. So hashtag confirmed. Horses exist in Dishonored. <laughs> That's that's literally what I was thinking about as I was reading this. I was like, oh shit, horses. Horses do exist. Yeah, so horses confirmed. I don't know why. Like, because I feel like Dunwall doesn't have horse-drawn carriages, but also I feel like that's because they don't want to model horses. So there you go. Yes, I would agree with that. I don't know that anyone in all of Dunwall has ever seen a horse. They'd probably be terrified of them because they're terrifying. They are terrifying. I don't like them. <laughs> but also, it's like, I guess, like, if you have rail cars, it's like, you don't really need to put a horse in the middle of your horrible city. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how real life works, is once you have rail cars, people put yeah, horses Yeah, if someone had a horse in New York, I'd be pretty goddamn pissed. Don't, aren't there, aren't there, like, those, like, horse-drawn cab things? We had those in Kansas City. Um... I think in New York, they only go through Central Park. However, in San Antonio, they go through all of downtown. There you go. Also, don't, like, cops ride horses in New York? I don't know. Is that something that only exists in movies? Maybe. I feel like like I've seen that, but also, like, in movies. Like, I feel like that happens in John Wick. Like, I've seen it in movies, undoubtedly. I've never personally seen a cop on a horse. Well, Um, according according to Linda, John Wick is a correct uh, representation of New York, so take it up with Linda. Are there cops- are there cops on horses in John Wick? I don't actually remember. There's a scene in, I think, John Wick 1 where there's, like, a interesting horse fight scene. Or maybe it's John Wick 3. I'm not sure. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> I haven't seen. Uh, the most recent one I saw was John Wick 2. <laughs> I'm literally going to message Linda as we speak. Okay, well, also we can also interrogate Finn about this. You could just go get Linda. They're in the other room, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, but I don't want to, like, move my whole setup to go get them. That's and valid. Also, like, you... nothing happens in this book, so we really gotta stretch it out. <laughs> I, okay, I asked Linda, are there cops and horses in New York? Linda okay. says, I think so. I'm gonna ask only in the park? Okay, does Linda think that because of movies? Also, ask Linda if that happens in any of the John Wick movies, because I think they watched all of them recently. They did. Because <laughs> I think that's why I believe this. Linda's really not sure about this. <laughs> Stay tuned for a John Wick podcast. <laughs> I've never seen a single John Wick. You should watch them. They're good. I mean, it depends on what your tolerance for violence is. Uh, it's fine. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Sorry to let report back. Linda says that... They do not think there were cops and horses in John Wick. Why do I think that? Did, is there any fight scene involving a horse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Maybe I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a different action movie, because didn't they make Keanu Reeves ride a horse, because Keanu oh, Reeves oh. can actually ride horses? Yes, John Wick steals a horse. Okay, from who? Was it not from a cop? <laughs> <laughs> nope, he steals it from a stable, sorry. Oh, okay. Why the fuck is there a stable in the middle of New York City? <laughs> I think you will frankly have to take it up with John Wick. <laughs> I'll ask Finn, um, who's the John Wick expert hero. I was okay. Great news. Um, wow, we really don't want to talk about this book. Um, yeah, clearly. Yeah, so she gets into a horse-drawn carriage and is, like, doing the thing where you're kidnapped and you're trying to, like, figure out where you're going because you can't see anything, but she can't do it, so whatever. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Right. Um, so then she goes and meets the Queen of Morley. Yeah, and she sucks. Yeah. Um, what does the Queen of Morley say? The Queen of Morley's like, I know everything about you, Billy Lurk. And Billy's like, okay. She's like, I know the name of your mother and father, and, like, says some names. And Billy's like, A, how do you know that? B, I don't even know my fucking dad's name. You could have lied to me. Uh, but the mom's name is correct, and she, it's basically, this is, like, whack as fuck. I mean, yeah, I guess there's no social security office to go check with. In Dun- in Morley? I don't think so. <laughs> in Morley or Dunwall? I don't believe so. I bet it's much more impressive in Morley of whenever the fuck this is set than it would be for me to Google someone's name now. Yeah, what what is funny about this is, like, Billy's just, like, super fucking rude to her. Like, she's not like, oh, thanks for saving me. She's like, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck am I here? Uh, Linda wants to be clear that the <laughs> stable John Wick, <laughs> the stable John Wick steals a horse from is where the Central Park horses live. Okay, okay, so it's, like, one of the horse cabs? Probably. Okay, great. I'm so glad to now have this information. <laughs> this is very important. <laughs> Uh, this is the riveting content that our that our viewers want. Linda will be so pleased to hear this. Yeah, I listen. It's important. Um, yeah, so yes, Billy is very rude to the queen. The queen doesn't seem to care. She says, like, a lot of bullshit about things she shouldn't know, and, like, Deirdre and Dowd. Oh, yeah, she does bring up Deirdre, which is fucked up. I know, and Billy's like, okay, that's weird. And the queen um, is like, yeah, okay, why don't you stay here and we'll talk. And Billy's like, I fucking guess so. The um, weirdest part of this, so, like, they, one of the, like, the constabulary servants, which they clarify later that there are no servants in the palace, there's only, like, the constabulary, which is the military, which is unimportant. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Um, but they're there. But, like, one of the constabulary takes Billy to her new room. And on the way there, Billy notices that, like, oh, her eye is being weird and someone here has been touched by the void. And she's like, oh, the queen is keeping secrets. I'm like, what about this conversation you just had with the queen made you think she was so trustworthy? It's like, it was so weird. I was like, yeah, she's fucking keeping secrets. Like, A, she's the queen, so clearly she's fucking evil. B, she, like, knows all this shit about your life. See, there's, like, weapons on the wall for some reason? Did they make a point of telling you this? Oh, sure. I don't, yeah, I don't really know that they do anything. This matters for later. 
But yeah, but it was like it was so weird. It's like only after Billy noticed that like there was some sort of void issue, she's like, maybe this is like a weird situation. Like, maybe the whole goddamn thing is a weird situation, Billy. Maybe maybe your life is a weird situation, <laughs> Billy. Have you considered that? Uh yeah. So <laughs> oh gross. Strawberry vodka or, or no, this is raspberry vodka. Bad. Don't drink that. Raspberry vodka has always smelled disgustingly similar to like hand sanitizer to me like the you know like the little ones you get in the little funky carrying cases um, that is exactly what raspberry vodka smells like yeah yeah sorry i'm smelling it um <laughs> do you agree yeah i think you're correct thank you i have like a very Welcome. vivid memory of this from college <laughs> yeah um yeah so swords on the wall the queen is evil um billy goes to her room and like nothing happens. Hangs out and then is like, oh, I'm gonna, like, explore the palace and, like, badgers one of the constable servants about it and is like, can I go anywhere? And basically the answer is yes. Uh, and then she has dinner with the queen and king who- And it sucks. It sucks. They have a lot of food. They don't really eat any of it. They ask her a lot of questions about her life and the void and I- it was not clear to me earlier- but the civil war was between the king and the queen. Yeah, yeah. Which I was, I just, I assumed it was like a more standard sort of civil war. I mean, no, yeah, it was, I, I, it was clear to me it was like them fighting each other. But I guess they, I guess they, I guess they made up. Yeah, now they're, they're they went to couples counseling, I guess. Yeah, well, I don't know. They, their relationship still seems a little weird. Well, they've only been through like a few, a few sessions. Yeah, they need to get they get on it. So yeah, um, so they have like a really horrible dinner in which no one really eats anything, and a ton of food is wasted, which is the only time anyone in the books ever has been like, oh, the, rich the nobility's are bad. bad. <laughs> I it's, you know, it's like Billy's like, man, this pisses me off, and I'm like, do I something mean, good. about it. Um, you seem really, like, you seem to have, like, an, a kind of uncomplicated feelings about Emily in this universe, which is interesting, because, like, her feelings about Emily and Dishonored 2 are complicated, because yeah. she, like, is often like, fuck you, because you're rich. I know, and it was great. I miss it. I know. Billy. Billy. I, 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 I think it would be if we were having dinner with Emily right now. That would be so good. Wow. And she could be like, listen, Emily, I hear what you're saying, but why is there so much food here? So much food. Uh, Anyway, but that's not the book we're reading. (laughs) No, that's not the book we're reading. So Billy goes back to her room and then waits until later to sneak out. Well, they, like, so, like, the king basically, like, asks her, like, hey, what the fuck is up with your eye? And Billy's like, uh, my mom says I have to go home right now immediately and leaves. Oh, yeah. And the king tells her he dabbles in natural philosophy, which, as we all know, is cue for I'm a big evil man. Yeah, only evil people like natural philosophy. Sorry, science, you're evil. That's true. Um, I mean, in Dishonored, yeah, if you do science, you're evil, or that weird old man from this book, who I guess isn't evil. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. I think he's just too old to be evil now. Well, he's friends with Sokolov, so he's evil. Oh, that's a great point. He is evil. There you go. Um, Yeah, Billy goes to hang out in her room. Uh, Yeah, and then she sneaks out later and, like, gets lost, basically. Yeah, so it's, like, the progression of this scene is also really weird, because she's, like, I'm lost. She, she's, like, so she's, like, trying to find the void thing, and she, like, can't find it, and then she, like, runs into the king, basically? They, well, there's also, she's being followed. 
Yeah. By, like, a shadow of a person. Yeah, and she's like, who's this intruder? And me, who, like, had read this book before, was like, I was, I, there was someone who shows up later in this book who I thought this was, but it wasn't. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I completely forgot about that. No, it's just, like, a shadow that she's trying to trace. She's doing a really horrible job of it. Which I put mostly Even up. though that's her job. I know. I was like, I put mo- that mostly up to Adam Christopher not being able to write stealth or fight scenes, which really, like, makes him an odd choice for this book, but... <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. So, she goes and just keeps exploring. She accidentally stumbles upon the king, who's looking at a bunch of blueprints. Yeah, and she's like, what are you looking at? And it's like, a tomb? Is that what it is? A crypt, I think? That's the same thing. Yeah, it is. My bad. Um, thank you. Um, I know all about dead people. <laughs> okay. Um, I listen, can't... I've been paying Pathologic. I know all about dead people. Are there are a lot of dead people in Pathologic? Yeah, because everyone fucking dies. Oh, did they? I wasn't sure. I thought you weren't supposed to kill them. I mean, not everyone dies, but... You know, people, you know. Gabe told me very clearly not to kill people. I mean, so you can kill people, but also your dear NPCs can die. Oh, okay. Um, and it's bad when that happens, and a lot of mine that I liked died, and I was very upset. It's oh, fine. Oh, I'm so sorry. My children. My my poor children, uh-huh. who I couldn't save. Um, they're my adopted children, it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> that's- I've been playing Patho too. it's been weird. Um... What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, Billy goes down to the crypt to find the void rift. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So she she takes her awkward lead from the king uh, and goes down. To, yeah, she's like, it's like, oh, now I have, like, the trail of the void with her eye or something. Yeah, she, like, catches, like, the void trail that she was following earlier and lost. Um, Sorry, that's my phone. And then she... Yeah, um, yeah, so she goes to the weird crypt, and, like, they already have, like, graves for the living king and queen, basically. That's not too weird, honestly. I guess, but I feel like you have, like, a plot, but not, like, it's, like, a slab, a stone slab or whatever already. Um, I honestly was, like... I don't really care about this because, like... I mean, valid, I also don't. Well, it's just, like, it's not a weird enough thing for, like, the king and queen to already have that set in their, like, king and queenly crypt tomb. I was like, that just doesn't <laughs> seem like a... Like, if I went over to your house and you had your coffin all picked out, I'd be like, that's a <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> My, that would be like, Sarah, are you a vampire? What are you doing? I would me? find that questionable, but I don't find the inclusion of, like, an already prepared, like, crypt for, like, the king and queen in their family crypt. I'm like, that just is not as weird to me. I feel like, I feel like your crypt should be, like, attached to the palace in such a way that you have to go outside to get to it. Like, I don't feel like you should be able to just wander down a hallway and be like, oh, here's the dead people room. <laughs> I think that's bad interior design. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's my hot take. Um, um, I'm, you know, that is fair enough with me. I'm not going to disagree. Thank you. Um, what the fuck happens in here? Oh, <laughs> uh, she falls into the rift. Fuck. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Other universe time, baby. 
Yeah, so she falls into the rift, and she is back in Dunwall, watching a scene from her memories. But as it turns out, it's not actually her memories. She has time-traveled. Yeah, so here's where the book could be really interesting and, like, totally fails to be that interesting, which is really impressive. It's very weird. I know, like, here's, like, okay, this is actually, like, the meat of the book that is really interesting, and it lasts for, like, one chapter, so the also, first- Yeah? We're, like, 70% into the book now, and we've finally done something interesting. <laughs> I know. So, like, the first scene we see is, like, the scene from the very beginning of the book, which is Billy's memory of seeing Dad for the first time. Um, and instead of Dowd, like, attacking the, um, I guess it's the guard, the royal guard, he is attacked by a shadow creature, the one that Billy was trying to follow back in the castle. Yeah, and, like, it would be so interesting if there were, these scenes were like, hey, Billy has to, like, decide whether to, like, preserve her past or, like, whether she'd like to change things. No, she's just chasing chasing after the shadow creature. It's fine. Right. It's, like, this one is a pretty standard one because it's, like, you know, like, if I saw, like, my father figure getting attacked the day I met him, like, if I'd gone back in time, I'd be, like, you know what? I don't really feel like it is going to be a problem whatsoever if I step in here. But then the next scene is, you know, like, the quintessential Dowd and the Whalers attacking and killing Jessamine scene. Which yeah. is a huge one, and it's especially interesting because it's like, oh, Emily is now someone that Billy is friends with. Yeah, she refers to her as her friend many times in this book. Many times. They have good feelings towards each other. So, like, it would be more interesting if she's like, oh, shit, I have five seconds to make a decision that will either preserve the past the way it is and lead us to the future now or try to remove some of that pain. Yeah. And so she kind of just sits there and doesn't do anything. Yeah, she doesn't do anything. Um, She doesn't do anything and Dowd kills Jasmine and Emily and Corvo. Um, yeah, and she also has, like, a weird lack of feelings about seeing, like, 10-year-old Emily dead. Like, that's the child version of your friend. Your friends. Your friends with her. Remember that you're friends? Or even, like, this is also something, like, you saw Dowd go through a drastic change in in, like, will and morality after this situation, and now he's just killed a ten-year-old child. Like, how do you feel about that? I don't know. What's what's a feeling? I've never had one of those. Right. And I actually thought, I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting, because when I first skimmed through this, I was like, I had thought that because even though in the first scene Billy had fought off the shadow and Dowd was still alive, I was like, oh, okay. He clearly remembered that, and that has changed who he is. So now yeah. this scene is like, the fallout of that. But that's yeah. actually not the case, because in our third scene, we go back to, like, 1780, like, a hundred years earlier. Yeah, these are all, like, unrelated scenes that the shadow, like, interferes with. I guess because the shadow is trying to change history. It Through this whole book, it did not become clear to me why the shadow was trying to do this, or cared. Or um, why, like, these three things were chosen. Because, like, I guess, like, the first two... Like, the first one makes narrative sense because it's about Billy, and the second one makes narrative sense because it's like, okay, well, this is about the whole series as a whole. The third one is Vera Moray, a.k.a. Granny Rags' engagement party. I know. It is, I will, because I guess it's like, it has to do with people who are marked by the outsider. Um, but it's but just, yeah, it's, it's so weird. Yeah, basically it's like, the emperor, whatever emperor is there... And Billy's like, damn, this is a fancy party, but everyone's clothes look weird. Why do they look weird? And then ten seconds later, she's like, oh, they're old. They're old-fashioned. Um, 
and then the emperor introduces Vera Moray, and then uh, the shadow shows up and kills everyone. It's fine. Yeah, but not Billy, because I think after this, she gets pulled out of the rift by herself. Yeah. And by herself, yeah, she- I do not mean on her lonesome, I mean by a future version of herself. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, it's like she sees like a figure like reaching out to help her, and she's like, oh, thank God. And she like grabs their hand, and it's the same as her weird void hand, and she's like, oh, damn, fucked up. Same um, void hand. Same void hand. And this is another thing that would be really cool, but they don't do anything with it. Yeah, so it's Billy Lurk from the future. Yeah, and so she saves her and pulls- I don't even know where she, like, takes her. I guess, does she I take her back to the- I think she takes her back to the crypt. Yeah, I think so. And Billy's like, hey, future self, what the fuck? Um, and her future self is like, listen, we- I can't be near you too long because we're, like, rocks in a stream and it'll fuck time up, I guess. Sure, fair enough. Wh- whatever. Um, something I'm willing like, to let go. <laughs> but... It's like kind. It's like kind of interesting. She's like, "Oh, you'll like learn how to control the void rifts," and like does some exposition about like what is I don't know what even she even says. Like the shadow no, is like trying no to like. Man, we did a good job. Um, <laughs> Here, I'll open up the book. <laughs> uh, she. It's like I don't know. She just says normal things. Yeah, it's really like. Mm. She's just saying shit. Oh, yeah. Basically, she's like, time moves around us differently because of, like, what happened with the outsider and, like, our weird arm situation. Um, we exist with outside of time. We warp it with our presence. Um, oh, the only the- thing that Billy says it's important is she tells us who the shadow is. Oh, yeah. It's the queen. And it's, yeah, it's the queen. Oh, um, she says some weird stuff about the knife. Oh, yeah. Billy's like, how do you use the knife? And the other Billy is like, you'll just fucking get used to it once you stop being scared about that bullshit. <laughs> She's like, you're a little bitch. Yeah, so it's like, Billy- Billy Which is, like, Billy, kind of funny, but- Billy was- so, like, in some earlier section, Billy was like, yeah, I can't really summon the knife anymore, and last time I did, I, like, blacked out for a week, and I don't know what happened, which is very- which remains totally unexplored. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then future Billy is like, yeah, just, like, stop being scared. Suck it up, bitch. Um, <laughs> and then Billy does, and it's fine. It doesn't take any, like... It's, like, that's the sort of thing where you'd, like, hear that, and then at a climactic moment, she'd, like, be able to, like, do it, but she just does it right then. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like, why? It's, like, kind of funny. It's, like, you know, in any other... In any other novel, if someone had just given me a huge speech about stopping like, a little bitch and just pull out a sword, and I was like, fine, here's my fucking sword, I would actually consider that to be really funny and good writing because it, like, subverts the trope. Uh-huh. But I but obviously gonna... don't think Adam Christopher is doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so then her her future self is like, good luck, bye, um, and leaves. Yeah, that's straight up it. She's just like, bye. Yeah, so, th- oh, like, oh, I, like, oh, no, what- and also, our original Billy is like, oh, the shadow wants to change history, and old Billy is like, eh, it's not really happening, because you're still here. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, what? yeah. If you're see, going- yeah, <laughs> like, I thought it was gonna be really interesting, because I thought we were gonna go back to the present and, like, see all the weird ripple effects of these things that were changed. Mm-hmm. Um... No, not actually. None of the history changes has been successful because Bill, future Billy has been like chasing after the shadow and like fixing it. I guess. Yeah. Not clear how that works, but it's fine. No idea. Not not at all clear. Um, no clue. It's fine. 
And then I think Billy gets kidnapped again. She So she goes after the king, because she's like, I have to go talk to the king, because I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she finds the king, and then there's a bunch of guards there, and she gets kidnapped. <laughs> right, right. Oh, Severin, the, the people from the Leviathan Company are there, so Severin showed up in the palace with guns. I don't think you can do that, but whatever. It's fine. Um, it's fine. And then Billy's like, um, I have to tell you about your wife. She's evil now. And the king is like, yeah, because I made her like that. Like, oh the king's God, like, I'm dude. evil too, bitch. <laughs> and this is about the point where you sit there and you're really like, wow, Adam Christopher has never actually let a woman do a single thing in a <laughs> single one of his novels, huh? A woman can't even sits- be evil by herself. I know. She can't even be evil by herself. She has to be, like, taken over by the void. It's like... I'm not opposed to an evil queen. I've mm-hmm. never been opposed to an evil queen. We know. So that's fun. Um, and then I don't know what happens. Frankly. So one, one, of, one, of, one of the Leviathan Corps guards, like, winks at Billy, and Billy's like, I don't know who the fuck that is, but whatever. Um, and that's fine. Um, and then, I don't know, Billy, like, uh... Tries, let's see. She, like, gives him, he's like, I want the knife. Why does he want the knife? Mm, um, to study I don't it, know. I guess. I guess. Um, and then, <laughs> I don't know, she gets into a fight with all these people. And the shadow shows up, and, like, I think the shadow takes the knife. Oh, yeah, the shadow does. The, sh- the shadow, like, starts fucking up the king, and then yeah. steals the knife from him, because she gave him the knife. Mm-hmm. Um... And then Severin tries to, like, capture Billy again, but then the guard that had, like, previous- And also he's, like, it's, like, oh, he's so, like, logical, but he's, like, very scared right now. Fair um, enough. He just saw a giant shadow creature try to kill the king. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then, yeah, and then the guard who had previously, like, winked at Billy, like, puts her gun on Severin, um, and is, like- Hey, Billy, my name is Martha Cottings. It's good to see you again. Billy's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Um, and also, if you recall, Martha Cottings is the protagonist of the Wormwood Deceit. Right. Remember that? Yeah, I remember the Wormwood Deceit. No, no one else does. I remember Um, it frequently because it had the potential to be so good with that weird painting bullshit, and then it went nowhere. I mean, I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed this. Oh, I absolutely enjoyed it. Like... I would say, on average, on the whole, I thought that was well done and cool to look at. <laughs> yeah, the two the two good things in a piece of uh, fiction. Yes. Uh, unlike this. It's not cool so, to look at, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Severin and Billy are in a fight, and then Billy's like, oh shit, I think something's happening in the tomb. So they go to the tomb? Yeah, they end up like... I don't know. She's, like, trying to interrogate him about, like, the Leviathan Company, and he's like, fuck you. Um, and then, well, he, doesn't he teleport them to the tomb? Uh, I think he teleports himself to the tomb. Yeah, but she's holding on to him. Oh, is that true? Um. Yeah. And she, so she ends up going with him. Sure. She, so he teleports to the tomb, but it's, like, the hollow version of the tomb. Right, and now there's, like, weird stuff in there. Yeah. Um, or, I yeah, no, he just- weird he, stuff. 
Love a good weird stuff now. Okay, he, like, teleports them to the hollow version of wherever they are right now. I don't fucking know where they are right now. And then he takes off towards the tomb, and she's like, fuck you, and follows him. Right, and, like, once they go in there, there's, like, the queen's body is lying in her tomb, and the shadow is, like, above it. And, like, and like instead of the tomb, isn't it, like, the weird void altar where the outsider yes. is killed? Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the void altar. Yeah, and the queen... I don't know what the fuck happens. She, like, basically just, like, stabs the king with the knife. So I guess, in a way, is trying to, like, make a new outsider or something. Oh, is that what they're trying to do? I guess. I I don't know. It's not clear. The king is not on the altar. The queen's body is. And the queen's body is detached from the queen's shadow. So I was Weird. honestly not sure what the fuck was going on here. I don't know. The, but the Void Shadow, like, does some weird shit and, like, talks to Billy and says some, like, boring villain things. Like, you have brought the means of your world's destruction to me, Billy Lurk. Sure, sure. Whatever. Um, yeah, so she throws the king on the altar next to the queen's body and then, I guess, cuts both their throats? I think so. I don't, like, know what she's trying to do. Yeah, and but anyway, it makes Billy's eye fucking hurt. <laughs> great, great. Um, and then Severin like helps her, I guess, because they're on the same side now. Because I maybe they both don't want the world to end. Uh, that's fair. That's a very old. Why do you care what happens to the world? Because I'm one of the assholes who lives in it, kind of. Yeah, moment, which is pretty. I always like a good. I live here moments. <laughs> like, listen, I live in Morley. <laughs> Um, yeah, weird stuff happens. Uh, I think, like, the rift explodes and the shadow's gone. So, like, yeah. nothing happened there. <laughs> and so Severin and Billy are just, like, trapped in the crypt and having a nice chat. Yeah, and Billy's like, okay, bitch, you're gonna tell me about the Leviathan Causeway and, like, what the king was trying to do and tell me everything that happens because there's we're 92% of the way through this book and I don't understand anything. Yeah. Um, uh, and I still don't really understand what happened. Um, he got some artifacts and he gave them to the king in exchange for building the causeway. And then the king did weird experiments because you know how a natural philosopher always loves a good experiment. <laughs> um, I mean, oh, I this- guess he says that he started doing like experiments on the queen because the queen had really bad nightmares. So I guess that's finally relevant. Yeah, um, and also, so, and they, like, discovered, like, while, I guess while they were building the causeway, they, like, did they end up in the void on purpose? Unclear. Um, but they discovered the weird stuff that you could mine there, the the void rock, and they were like, damn, this stuff's dangerous, we could use it to kill people. Um, And they do. And they do, and governments love to kill people, so, uh, they started mining a lot of it. Um, and eventually they found and pulled out of the void... The, like, altar, where the outsider was sacrificed and turned into the altar. Yeah. And they Um, brought it to the fucking crypt. Yes, and did weird experiments on it. Yeah. Oh, is this what caused the Civil War? I don't... Yeah, no, Severin says that, like, when she learned about the king's plans to experiment on her, uh, she gathered her own forces and started the Civil War. Right. Uh, But then the king used the altar to gain control of her. And used her for weird experience. This is weird. I, like, wasn't paying attention to this. This is fucked up. Like, this is fucked up on a lot of levels. Once again, we hate women. Also, we don't need any of this because it's literally unimportant. I know. It's the plot of this whole book and I'm like, I don't care. Like, the the king and queen of Morley weren't introduced till, like, two-thirds of the way through the book. 
And I was like, yeah, you can put this, like, you needed to have weird queen shenanigans no later than 20% of the way through. This book could have started with her in Morley, like, all right, I'm here to investigate this weird stuff, and then we could spend time, like, getting to know these characters and caring about them. Right, um, like... Instead, we spent, like, half the book in Dunwall where nothing happened. It's like, yeah, I don't care about Dribner or Dribble. It's like... Mr. Dribble. Important things are, like, literally 94% of the way through the book, according to the little percentage reader on Kindle. Oh, my God. Yeah, I gotta say, this book, like, might be, like, worse paced than either of the other ones, which is impressive, because they're all badly paced. <laughs> I would say so. Um. But, like, if you're setting up a mystery, you can't have all of the clues for the mystery be in the last 20%. Yeah. And also, they're not clues, it's just Severin telling you what happened. Sure, I was being a little overgenerous. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, we don't even get to, like, the causeway until 50% of the way through the book, like... Yeah. Um. But yeah, and so then the king like tried to break free of the king's control, um, and like astral projected into the void as the shadow is literally, I think, what it says. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and I guess she wanted to take over the world. I don't know what she wanted. Um, no idea what she wanted. Literally none. It's I don't know. Like, um. She wanted to feed on the void. What does that mean? Um, I, I guess the shadow like, needs fuel. I don't know why. Whatever. She's attempting to alter the course of history in her favor. It's like, you know, you're a weird shadow creature. I don't even think you need to do that anymore. I think you could have just killed the king. I know. Like, that would be fine. I support her killing the king. Fuck that guy. It just, like, doesn't really seem supremely likely to me that going back into the past and changing Billy Lurk's meeting with Dowd is going to do anything. I know. Not or, like, changing, like, at all. Making it so Vera Morey, like, dies before she ever became marked the out for the Outsider. Well, how does that affect the Queen of Morley? Yes, it'll affect the world, but, like, chances are, like, it, it's just, like, statistically, the things that are going to affect the Queen of Morley, like, being born or going into power aren't random offshoots from p citizens of other countries. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah, technically, like, there's a chance that Vera Morey not being marked would change the monarch of Morley, but it would be a really random statistic. Yeah, it's... I just don't get it. Why does any of this happen? I, I genuinely, I'm going through this, I'm like, I have really no idea what she wants, what she was attempting to do, what she's attempting to do now. Don't... And also, like, I don't care. And also, like, I don't care. Who, what, what is her motivations? I don't know. I don't mm. care. We've met, we met her ten pages ago. <laughs> It's fine. Anyway, they go off to stop her, which for some reason involves going back to the causeway. Yeah, I don't know. And they use, like, the runes to transverse out. Yeah, and they get there, and they... What are they even trying to do? They I get into one know. of the helicopters. This um, is the part where I was sitting here, and I was like, oh, like, Adam Christopher has just played, like, Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played Wolfenstein, but the rest of this book was all like Adam Christopher's really trying very hard to replicate the experience of playing Dishonored. There's a lot of backtracking, there's a lot of clues picking up that doesn't really work. And then like chapter 29, 95% of the way through the book, they like straight up are like, we're gonna go explode things, we're gonna get into a huge flying machine, we're gonna start like a literal war. It's literally like the boss rush of the video game. 
you know, like Dishonored. Because there's so many boss rushes in Dishonored. Yeah, there's so many boss fights in Dishonored game with no boss fights. (laughs) So yeah, very weird. I don't actually know what they're trying to do. I think they explode the Void Shadow with an airship. Yeah, basically, and like... Severin makes, like, a heroic sacrifice because he, like, pushes Billy out of it and, like, crashes it into the void thing. Um, so good for him, I guess. I don't give a shit about him. Yeah, I don't give a Um, shit about him. He's not done anything. He's literally been completely neutral. He has neither been good nor evil. He has not interrogated the main character, but he's also not helped her, so. Whatever. Um, yeah, so he, yeah, he does that. I skim through this really quickly because I don't give a shit. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's just, it's too... It's too heavy action. We are in the last helicopter fight of the movie. Yeah. Um, so they they saw they save the day in this action sequence that we both found too boring to read. I know. Um, it's uh, like the climax of the book. <laughs> um, and then Martha Cotting shows up, and so they win. I don't like. Know yeah, how. Martha. I don't. She brings like troops with her. I don't even know why they have troops because I. I would personally imagine that if I were in the military and I was just chilling, doing military stuff, and someone flew a giant helicopter into a giant creature of the void, I'd be like, you know, maybe I quit. I so mean, like, yeah, I don't but know I feel who like we're fighting. The king is well, dead. The guy who owns the military is dead. The queen is a void shadow. <laughs> who are you guys like mobilizing towards? But Martha Cottings is cool, so let's listen to her. So yeah, Martha Cotting shows up, that's it, um, and then it's the epilogue. Yeah, and then it's the epilogue, and it's Billy hanging out back in Dunwall at, like, a garden or whatever? Um, yeah. I think and it's, Emily like, shows up. their pavilion. I don't know, yeah, they chat, Emily's like, sorry, I couldn't be there, Billy's like, it was clearly fine. Yeah, it's cute. I'm, like, me, like, grasping at straws is, like, this is kind of sweet. They seem like they're like each other. I they do. like that. It just would have been cooler if they'd been a nice buddy cop duo 60% ago. I know. This is the only scene Emily appears in. Like, what the fuck? Right. Um, and then and Cotting's so and Joe show up. they don't talk about anything. Yeah, they're literally, then, like, exchange platitudes. Yeah, and then Martha shows up, and Billy's like, you know, you never said how I met you. And Martha's like, you have to go back into the past and save me. It's like... Great. You know, you know, like, that thing that happens in the Wormwood Deceit, which they still haven't fucking explained? Yeah, and then that's the end of it. Billy's like, yeah. okay, Martha, I'll go get you. Um, and that's the end of the book. What a dramatic ending for a book that's never gonna have any follow-up whatsoever. I know. Um, also, it's, it's, so it's like, okay, we have a stable time, is it just, like, a stable time loop where it's, like, she went and got Martha because Martha told her she was supposed to go get Martha? I think so, and that's fine. But, like, why? I don't... Like, what's the point? Other than to, like, explain what happened at the end of the Wormwood Deceit comic that, like, nobody read. So why are they bothering? I don't... know. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just and love it's, like, I don't even try to go, like... Um, I'm personally, like, a big fan of the... My favorite time travel theory is the, um... Is it, like, the past has already happened and no matter what you do has already yeah. happened when you go back into the past. Like, the easiest example is, like, in Harry Potter. They already did whatever yeah. they were going to do, so whatever actions they do in the past have already happened. They're not changing uh-huh. anything. I like that the best, and I think that's fine. And I think it would have been honestly a little cool if Billy Lurk, the 
future had come back and been like, oh, hey, new Billy Lurk, you might not actually remember this happening, but you were 12 and repressed it and did not think about the fact that everyone had been attacked by a shadow creature. Like, whatever. You know, come up with some bullshit reason. But, like, that's more interesting than, like, old Billy Lurk saying, oh, yeah, I'm fixing it. How? How are you fixing it? I know. And because it's like, well, this Billy Lurk is going to eventually have to become old Billy Lurk. But she, like, doesn't know anything. Doesn't really know how to fix it. Doesn't really know how to time travel yet. Um, Even though apparently she just can do that now. Um, I know. And it's like, okay, like, in... You can't introduce time travel, like, 70% of the way through a book and tell a character that they're going to get really good at it. And then never have them do it of their own volition. It's just incredible how little the time travel in this book matters. It it's not matters even like, nothing. Oh. Like, it would be interesting if we saw the results of, like, every one of these changes before Billy was, like, able to go back and fix it. Or, like, had to, like, decide. like Or, like, the classic time travel thing where you have to be like, oh, is this better than what actually happened? Like, maybe I shouldn't change it. Sure. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No character work whatsoever. What is the point? Of, like, what is the character, like point of any of this book like what does billy learn about herself or change she learns that one day she'll have gray hair and be able to time travel damn i wish i could someday have gray hair and time travel i would love to time travel but it's like yeah, yeah. there is no like point to this <laughs> like what is this book uses i don't know i don't know because like, it's least- kind of- at least with, like, okay, in The Corroded Man, you're like, okay, this is Emily, like, getting on her, like, first mission or whatever, even if it's horribly done. Yeah, it's like, there's clearly, like, something that was attempting to be, like, sure. to be done. And, like, with Dowd, obviously the thing attempting to be done was like, okay, we're, like, figuring out Dowd's, like, downfall, even though that was obviously horrible. Uh-huh. I, it's just, like, I th- my, my thesis is that this book is incapable of, like, being about anything because it can't cop to what happened to the outsider, so it can't say anything about what Billy's, like, mental state is after that because it won't admit what happened. Or, or, now hear me out, Adam Christopher's just a really bad writer. <laughs> there, that's also, I, I think that both of these things can be true. God, one day we're gonna get, like, a letter from Adam, from Adam Christopher being like, fuck you guys. <laughs> He's gonna be like, I was trying my best. Fuck you. We had restrictions. And honestly, like, I think that's fine. Like, if he came out, I was like, yeah, I also thought it was shit, but it was easy money, and I, there was like a ton of legal stuff I couldn't do. I'd be like, hey, listen, that's valid. We all need money. That is so valid. The hating women thing is still not, and I won't let that go. But like, <laughs> the like, sure, fine. <laughs> uh, so that's the veil terror. That's the Veiled Terror. I can't believe I came out of that being, like, because I feel like last week I was, like, maybe this is, like, I don't like this book, but it's, like, better than the other ones, but now I'm, like, this is the worst. (laughs) Unbelievable. I think this is the worst one. I'm not sure what the best one was. Zero out of ten. No no outsider. (laughs) Fuck you. I don't know. I feel like the Croated Man would maybe be the best, except it makes me, like, incandescently angry that they just think that Emily drugging Wyman is fine, so I don't know. Yeah. I also am like, it's that, it's like the whole situation where it's like, Corvo's just going to continue to babysit his 25-year-old daughter and think that's oh, yeah. okay for like many years. But yeah. like, if you remove those two things, I don't think it's the worst one. So I would say it's the best. Oh no, but then they have fucking animal farm quotes again. Never mind, it sucks. Oh, you're right, you're sucks. right, you're right. <laughs> Adam Christopher, not valid. I'm I'm 25 now, so I can fully appreciate how much I don't want to be babysat while I'm roof hop, top hopping. Happy a birthday. thing that I do often. 
Thank you. It's my birthday. I know. That's I was exciting. saying that to I was saying that to the imaginary people listening to this. <laughs> well, it'll be a couple days past. Oh, my dad also told you to tell you happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're not. It's his birthday too, right? Yes, that's why I was telling. I told him. He's like, oh yeah, blah blah blah. He's like, yeah, it's also my friend Sarah's birthday. And he's like, oh, tell her happy birthday. I was like, sure, fucking Thank you. well, Dad. Me, me, Claire's dad, Jim Kirk, and Reese Witherspoon all share the same birthday. Wow, that's a new addition to the club. Yeah, that's fun. My friend texted me like ten minutes ago to remind me that I have the same birthday as Reese Witherspoon. That's great um, news. Thank you. I'm a big fan. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you saw her important work in um, Just Like Heaven. I did. I did think that was very important work. Yes, because it's a good AU. Not because you liked the movie, because I don't think you did. The movie was fine. The movie was like, I thoroughly enjoyed it for what it was, which was like an entirely wild, romantic bullshit comedy. <laughs> it's so fucking good. A work of cinema, it is not. But I did greatly enjoy it. Thank you. Um... Just like Kevin, everybody, it's a Mark Ruffalo and Reese Witherspoon rom-com from, like, 2000. It's really funny. Um, it makes me, it brings me joy. Um, watch it. Um, what were we talking about? It's the end of the book. We're, I mean, like, there's nothing we're done, to talk I guess. about. We're done, Where can you be found on the internet? Um, you can find me on Twitter at LuckyDaceKirby. You can find this show at Drunken Whalers. I guess if we were doing anything else, I'll tweet about it there. I don't know if we're going to do anything else. I don't think we sh- are. What okay. else is we there can, to do? We can, we can play Prey. I haven't played Prey in a while. We can play Prey. You never, did you ever finish Prey? Yes, I told you my entire oh, yeah, thoughts you, about the ending. Well, that was like a year ago. That was like maybe three months ago. I will check. I'm, I'm so sure it was more than three months ago, because three months ago you were obsessed with The Untamed, and still are. Then I'm gonna guess four months ago. I'm literally going back in our DMs of right. All right, let's. This is this is. Let's see. Um, what should I search for? Morgan? Maybe that'll work. I just searched for prey. All right. Um, September. That's like that was like six months ago. So we were both. Neither of us were correct. We all lose. <laughs> well, I just said that it was more than three months, so I think that I win. Yeah, but it's definitely not a year. Whatever. Um, I guess my Jeopardy rules, you were closer. Sure. I don't really need to win this or one. Or, like, prices. Wow. I bold take from you, Claire, that you don't need to be right. Uh, well, I know that I am, so. Whatever. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Surrealist Trees, and you can find the intro and outro music. Well, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes, and it's Goose Beak Whale by Alps. <laughs> It's like, are you gonna forget the last minute? What am I forgetting? The the song. I said it's Goose Big Whale. I know, but I, th- I as you were saying it, I thought you were gonna forget. Um, but I you didn't, didn't forget what it was. It's because I was saying I wasn't really thinking, and I was saying it in the same format as if it was like a social media. Well, there you go. <laughs> but it wasn't, so I had to recap. All right, fair enough. Um. Well, yeah, that's probably it. Besides our blooper reel. Mm-hmm. Sorry that we ended on the fucking veiled terror. <laughs> I yeah, I know. I mean, like, I guess we could do like a mini wrap up of like about what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. We can, we can here. just we can just talk. I mean, we're both trapped in our apartments, so whatever. Oh, uh, so yeah, maybe more to come. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Life is an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>